0: Think of it, a red wave coming soon to a blue state near you. It's high noon for Friday, November 6th, 2020. And I'm feeling good still. Coming in hot today, boys and girls had a nice long high noon run. I did a lot of thinking. And here's the thing for the people out there celebrating as if the election is over and they have won and Joe Biden supporters I'm talking about here, understand, I want them to understand that we see them, that we can see how bad they are. And they need to know this one simple fact. Hey, commies. Everyone in your life who did not speak up about politics is a Trump supporter and they all saw what you did and heard what you said and they are never going to forget it because they know that how you talk about Trump and his supporters is how you talk about them. And they have been quiet until now because they didn't want to be marginalized and hated by you. And that's too bad because if they stood up when they should have, we wouldn't be having the problem that we're having now. But if you have people in your life who didn't speak to you about politics this entire time, or when you would bring it up, they would disengage. They're Trump supporters, okay? They know what you think, and they will not forget it. And then if you think, oh, I know Biden supporters who just didn't talk about politics. Well, yeah, that's because they didn't want to be associated with you because you sound like a lunatic. And if the next move is to say, wait, that's not true, then you just became an accomplice to the greatest crime ever perpetrated against the United States of America because you wanted those people's approval or because you think Trump is so bad. And if Trump is so hateful and dangerous, but you didn't speak up, what exactly does that say about you? But wait, that's not all. If you don't actually believe Donald Trump is that much of a threat to America. And you say you just have real policy differences with him. Then you wouldn't mind if someone actually questioned you deeply about those policy differences, right? I'm sure that you could explain your policy positions in full and how those would align with the Constitution and what the long-term consequences of your decision might be, right? Because, after all, you are a policy expert, right? I mean, you should be able to defend your position if you're going to say it's an intellectual one. But, of course, if that's true, it brings us all the way back around to the beginning. You're a commie. You just voted to entrench systems of institutional power and corruption because you decided that your image was too important to support Trump and you couldn't even have it on your conscience. And the thing is, commies like that imagine that they will end up at the top of the communist hierarchy and not the bottom. And of course that's what they imagine because... No one wants to be at the bottom of that hierarchy. And so what they're really doing is just entrenching their own personal privilege by entrenching corrupt institutions of power. And so either you're, you're right that you will end up on the top of the hierarchy, in which case you're evil, Or you're wrong about ending up at the top of the hierarchy, in which case you're dead. And regardless, you don't get to say you care about justice anymore. That is one thing you do not get to do. You just empowered the United States greatest adversary. In the world, a malicious actor in the world, the Chinese Communist Party. You did that intentionally, and now you are doing it even more by celebrating an election that you can see with your own eyes is replete with fraud and abuse. China is currently taking over their neighbors. They already took over Hong Kong. You saw the protests and you said nothing or you actually said something and then voted to entrench the communist system of power, which, of course, is what you did because you care about justice, just not in a real way. They've wanted to take over Taiwan forever, which is why we just shipped them like one point eight billion dollars worth of military equipment. And they have a concentration camp with a million people in it right now. That is what you just supported. Besides that, I mean, you are my personal moral hero. Besides that, I mean, just that little thing where you are empowering our country's greatest world adversary who just so happens to be taking over its neighbors and has a million people in concentration camps. But besides that, you are morally great because you posted black squares back in June. I mean, don't we all remember how good that felt to know that we solved racism by posting black squares on our Instagram? That was fucking great. And the funny thing is that these people will not even own it. They're already like, I think you've gone over the line. Ha! I'm not even within sight of the line. And of course, the idea that any of this is even over is utterly absurd. Like you really, really genuinely have to know zero about the election process or the constitution to think that the election is somehow over because MSNBC says it is. And because Joe Biden's pretending to have a transition team. None of it is over. Right now, you should consider 50 states to be undecided. The voting has been done. The fraud has been committed. The only thing left is the fallout. The numbers on TV are not vote totals certified by the secretaries of state. That is not how electors go to the electoral college. They're cementing a narrative and you all are dumb enough to believe it. Period. This is not how elections work. Joe Biden doesn't just get to say, come on, man, look, I won. If he could even get that whole sentence out. The fact is you can open your eyes and see the fraud. You know what is happening right now and you are happy about it because you convinced yourself that the most important thing in the world is your little feelings about Donald Trump. I had a friend tell me the other day, that she's been harmed for four years by Donald Trump. And I said, how? And she was like, well, because I could lose the right to choose what he's been there for four years. And you're claiming that you've been a victim for four years because of something that might or might not happen in the future. Sorry, but the way you felt for these last four years is entirely on you. Donald Trump didn't do anything to you. The media drove the narratives about who Donald Trump is and what he was doing. The media did that. And if you're going to tell me that you have a real instance of something that you don't like, you need to be able to explain it. And if you can't explain it, then sorry, I don't accept your complaint because your complaint is meaningless. And so now we move into phase two of the post-election chaos, and it is going to be chaos because the media is going to continue lying about what's happening. So that when they lose, they're going to be able to invalidate another four years of Donald Trump or so they will try. But it's not going to matter because, like I said yesterday, they have already all exposed themselves. Do you think any conservative is ever going to watch Fox News again? Any Trump supporter, you see how many of them there are in the country, you think any of them are ever going to watch Fox again? No, they're not. What we need and what we need to demand is a nationwide election audit recounts in every single state, verifying every single vote, and that the person who cast that vote is alive and registered and a citizen. And if you can't support that, then stop saying you care about justice because you don't at all. What Donald Trump did was bring out millions of new voters, many of whom were first time voters, disaffected Democrats and people representing minority groups. And if their first experience in this electoral process is having their vote taken from them by rampant fraud and abuse, you are intentionally disenfranchising all of the people you claim to care about. And Donald Trump should make this case to the nation. He should be out on TV three times a day. Forcing the networks to either carry him or turn him off. Make them show themselves. Same with Twitter. Make it impossible to deny what is happening right now. Everyone who cares about this country right now should be mad the vote totals are not certified at all. This is nothing more than a media story and a public relations operation. And if they're aided in this process by people like Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham, we should immediately assume that they too have retained their decades-long power through corruption and voter fraud. Voter fraud is not something new in the United States. It has been happening for a long, long time. It is not complicated to see how these operations have developed. You're actually watching it right now. The idea that there were these hundreds of thousands of mail-in votes that very motivated Biden supporters forgot to send in until the last minute is insane. Also insane. The hundreds of thousands of ballots that only have the presidency marked. They just didn't care about voting down ticket at all. Everything that these current vote counts are premised on is comically absurd. I don't know what kind of brainpower a person must be exercising to think that what's happening right now is legitimate. And of course, it's not legitimate. And none of us need to say that it is. So ask these people, do you support a nationwide election audit? If they say, yes, wonderful, let's do it. Let's make sure that there is not voter fraud happening anywhere in the United States of America, because we are a great nation and that should not be happening. I think we can all agree on that, right? Because if we don't agree on that, then we're no different than North Korea or Russia or China. We're a totalitarian state where the systems of power decide who stays in power. And this country was intentionally set up to reject that. In fact, there are backstops in the Constitution right now that will be employed right now. So if you hesitate in answering that you're totally happy to have every vote certified and counted, then the truth is, you know, that voter fraud exists and you know that it helped your candidate win. And then, of course, you'll say something like, I think it's time to move on so that we can heal as a nation from this division. Yeah, of course, you think it's time to move on because you think that you're getting your way and that defrauding the nation is a perfectly acceptable means to getting your way. The division in the nation is the division you caused by making everything, everything, everything about some bullshit narrative on hate, something that you do to everyone who doesn't agree with you. And then you'll say, well, you're just being a sore loser. No, I'm being totally honest about what is happening in the nation. Just because you refuse to see rampant election fraud across the country does not mean it's not there. You guys see all sorts of stuff that's not there like Russian collusion and choose not to look at anything that truly is there. Like the fact that Joe Biden is the most corrupt politician in American history and that his family is one of the most dysfunctional and degenerate families on the planet. Joe Biden is not a nice guy. And then you'll say, oh yeah, but... Don't you know that George Bush stole the election in 2000? First of all, no, he didn't. There was never any point at which Al Gore was ahead in the vote counts in Florida after multiple recounts, not one point. The Gore campaign also went to the Supreme Court to try to only have ballots recounted in three counties. So that they could toss more votes in just like they did this week. And even if Bush had stolen it, that would not be relevant now. At all. You don't get one back. Because first of all, it didn't happen, but you don't get one back. Democrats did not accept the results of the 2016 election, even after cheating. They did not accept the results of Stacey Abrams' failure in 2018, even after cheating. But none of that is relevant to the fact right now that not only are they declaring a winner who is uncertified and who does not have electors going to the Electoral College until then. Democrats winning elections way after the fact is not something new. Kamala Harris did it in 2010. Al Franken did it. And how did he do it? Felons cast illegal ballots. You can look it up online. I bet you could even find it because Google probably hasn't eliminated it from the search yet. And what have they done in blue states this last decade or so? They have gotten felons out of prison specifically so they can vote for Democrats. California released 8,000 of them a couple of months ago. Some of them were infected with COVID and they let them out. But you'll believe anything as long as they tell you that it's about racial justice because you don't have a brain and you don't use it for anything except when you don't get your way. Do you or do you not support a nationwide audit of the election? If you do not, you do not care about justice, period. You are happy to disenfranchise the people who voted for the first time. The record support from minority communities for the Republican candidate. And all the disaffected Democrats who saw the corruption that you are now championing. If you're comfortable with that, great. But don't tell us it's about the nation healing from division you caused. And don't tell us that other people are sore losers. Stop it. No one believes you. And for the people who voted for Trump out there and who are being shaken by all this nonsense, do not be shaken. There's nothing that is over. You have seen what Donald Trump has accomplished in the last five years. And I'm not just talking about policy or as president. He has beaten these people repeatedly at every turn. He has been smarter than them at every turn. To think that he didn't see this coming is crazy. If they were smarter than him, he wouldn't have gotten this far. Not even close. There's not like some amazing reserves they have in the background that they're going to be able to bring in and suddenly beat him. It's not like he just finally reached the boss level and has to fight Joe Biden and George Soros with a lightsaber. The thing is still going. It is still going. They are not stopping. Religious people who like are apparently not religious enough, they have this same feeling about God. And I'm not comparing Trump to God. I'm talking about what happens when people get scared. Again, I'm not religious, but I'm pretty sure that the thing is you're supposed to maintain that faith in the hardest times. Faith probably doesn't play much of a part in the easy ones. Donald Trump didn't just get stupid. He didn't get tricked. They know what's happening. It is not over. They will let these counts play out. They will challenge them and do recounts where necessary. There's a damn good chance all those votes that came in after the polls closed will be invalidated. And then they can cry and whine all they want about how votes are not being counted. But the same people who will be doing that are the ones who will not say right now that they support a nationwide election audit. So their opinion does not matter. They do not have consistent principles. I want everybody to understand this point, okay? If someone is coming at you about any of this stuff, ask them, do you support a nationwide election audit? where every vote is verified and that that person's registration is verified and that that vote came from a living person who did not vote elsewhere or multiple times in that place. Is that person an American citizen with the legal right to vote? Because in California, as most people somehow don't know, there is no voter ID and you can have same day registration where you do not even need to show an ID. You just give them your name, your address, and your birth date, and then you get to vote. That happens here. It happens in other states. This system is rigged. It is rigged intentionally. That is the reason why Donald Trump has always said, I will only accept the results of a free and fair election and not a rigged one. Again, this is one of those things where everybody thinks that they're somehow smarter than Donald Trump. Liberals aren't smarter than conservatives of the same intelligence level. They're definitely not smarter than Donald Trump. But they think, oh, Donald Trump's dumb. He doesn't know anything. Even if he actually was a dumb guy, he still happens to be president and he has access to this sort of information. He has access to a world of information that Hollywood liberals do not understand. Information they don't even understand the existence of because they have no awareness of how the system works on a broader basis. But they'll just say, oh, Donald Trump is threatening our democracy. Donald Trump is threatening our democracy. What threatens democracy is failing to accept the results of a free and fair election that you lost in 2016, which, by the way, you cheated and still lost. There's one way to undermine democracy. Here's another. Start finding hundreds of thousands of votes in very particular cities around the country that skew heavily in favor of your candidate and then declare that you're going to count them at whatever intervals you want with no observation for the next five days. And then eventually you'll declare the winner as you wanted it in the first place. That's how to undermine democracy. How about that? And how does this happen? Only in the swing states, only in the urban areas. Only when the entire election apparatus is controlled by one party either at the governor level, the secretary of state level, or the local level. This is how Democrats win elections, and this is how institutional power is held through generations. The only reason that any of them believe any of this about this election is true. About these late votes. Oh, yeah, mail-in votes, they're going to really skew toward Biden. We know that. And we know that the election's going to really go up long afterwards. We know that. And the mail-in ballots are going to come in days late. So it's no big deal if it takes weeks. But, oh, now we decided on Friday that it's over. So all that's done. It doesn't need to take weeks now. Now the election is over and you're a sore loser if you don't accept it. And you're tearing the country apart if you don't accept it. And you're sparking division if you don't accept the thing we told you we were going to do. Unbelievable. Dead people voted. There are statistical impossibilities being presented as reality. Across the country, there are places that had 90% turnout. No. Okay? No. None of that actually happened, and you can know that just by thinking. There are multiple, in fact, countless. Videos of direct evidence of voter fraud. Direct evidence of people removing ballots from envelopes, looking at them, and then throwing them out. There are countless whistleblowers. There are countless witnesses. And this stuff is in the courts right now. Just denying that it exists is extraordinarily ignorant. But somehow, I'm not at all surprised. I'll be back on Monday at the same reasonable time on the same reasonable podcast network. I don't have a network. Goodbye. Whether you're a total newbie to podcasting or even if you've had a show before like me, you know how intimidating it can be to start your show. Please follow the podcast on Instagram and parlor at I'm Your Moderator. Soon, I'll be up on Rumble with a video aspect. In the meantime, if you'd like to support the show, I have a Substack, I'mYourModerator.substack.com, where you can donate, or you can donate at Anchor.fm by searching "Be Reasonable." With your moderator Chris Paul, I hope to see you soon back out on the ring. Acting as moderator for tonight's broadcast. and bit shoot. If you'd like to follow the writing, you can find me at I'm your The merch site is cancelcouture.com or go direct slash cancel couture. If you'd like to support the podcast financially, the best place to do that is Kofa. Go to ko slash I'm your moderator. And all of these details will appear in the show notes